This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to show 405 Aussie Mac Zone. In studio, we've got Zahn. We're late, <laughs> been a challenge, but anyway. <laughs> so, how are we getting on? Good, Michael. How are you? Good. Excellent. Good. Good. So, we've got our Aussie Apple ramblings this week. Again, starting with our friend Glenn. Just please get better. Keep getting better, man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hope you're um, not getting washed away up there. <laughs> oh, no. Pretty wet up there. It's Pretty wet everywhere. Crazy. Yeah. Everywhere. Like we're talking 100 year plus floods. So, Amazing. Like Lismore's peaking at like 22 metres. Like, oh, <laughs> amazing, 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 amazing. Yeah, so story one. FBI says advanced smartphone hacking campaigns now rampant. What can you do to protect yourself? Text Times reports the FBI issued a warning against the rising smartphone hijacking campaigns or SIM swapping hacks. Right now, the sophisticated scam technique is still affecting many phone owners across the globe. Unlike malware and ransomware and other complicated malicious campaigns, this hijacking method can be done easily in a multi-stage heist. This means that SIM swapping is not the typical typical cyber attack that consumers usually encounter. If this malicious campaign happens, hackers can trick your wireless carrier to change your SIM. Now, the FBI says phone hijacking now rampant, according to Fox News. Latest report, the Federal Bureau of Investigation said the total number of SIM swapping complaints increased to 1,611 in 2021. This is a massive jump in numbers since only 320 were affected between 2018 and 2020. Aside from this detail, the FBI all explained why this hijacking method is alarming. Once the SIM is swapped, the victim's calls, texts and other data are diverted to the criminal's device, said the security agent. It added that if the SIM swapping activity is successful, hijackers behind the attack send account recovery requests. After that, your wireless carrier will send a one-time passcode or a link to the criminal's SIMs, allowing them to control your device remotely. How to protect yourself. The FBI's official public service announcement provided some tips on how consumers can actually protect themselves against SIM swapping attacks. These include the following. Use a variety of unique passwords to access online accounts. Use strong multi-factor authentication methods such as biometrics, physical security tokens, or standalone authentication applications to access online accounts. Be aware of any changes in SIM-based, sorry, in SMS-based connectivity. Avoid posting personal information such as mobile phone numbers, addresses, or other personal identifying information. And these are just some of the messages you can try to avoid becoming a victim of phone hijacking. You can click this link to see more suggestions. And on the other hand, the FBI also said that contacting your mobile carrier is a must if ever your smartphone is hijacked 
but you need to do it ASAP. Now, so the problem with that too, like, is contacting your um, phone provider. Some of you, some of the phone providers you can't contact. You know, I'm with Audi Mobile, mm-hmm. and there's no way to call Audi Mobile. It's all online, and you have to just send an email. And what if it's important? I'm trying to, you know, you know, do that, and all I can do is send an email from a phone that's already corrupted. Yeah. yeah. So. So, um, but they would have had to do all all of that through email too. Yeah. Now, I know it's, I know this is from the FBI, but baddies have done this here as well. They have. See the next story. Sydney couple loses thirty nine thousand k after leaking a uh, leaked class. Sorry, yeah, leaked class list exposed them to scammers. New Zealand Herald reported a Sydney woman was working from home when her husband asked a question that would change their lives forever and cost them more than Australian $37,000. A group of Sydney uh, parents have been living through a nightmare for the past six months after a cyber criminal assumed their identity and stole their life savings. At least 17 sets of year 12 parents from an eastern suburb high school have fallen victim to a sophisticated SIM swap hack, leaving them um, collectively hundreds of thousands of dollars out of pocket. Sophia thinks that uh, the mess started when a fraudster got hold of a class list sent around to parents which contained all of their names and contact details. We believe that in our group of our group, a school class list was obtained through hacking an email account, Sophia told news.com.au. The group of hackers then mel- uh, melodically worked through names on the list using personal information they had acquired. The hacker was able to hijack the phones of some of the parents. They remotely gained control of parents' mobile phone numbers and convincing their tel- telco provider opters to switch their SIM cards over to an eSIM card. This meant the hacker could get into parents' bank accounts by sending a passport reset and intercepting the text message. Sophia's family lost a whopping $37,000 and nearly lost tens of thousands more in subsequent hacking attempts. Questions that changed Sophia's life. Back in June last year, Sophia, Sophia, her husband and her year 12 son were working from home due to COVID. Concerns when something strange happened. My husband was upstairs in our home office. It was quite, uh, quite late in the afternoon and so Sophia recalled. He was in a meeting and while he's on the call, he called out to me, did you do something with Optus? Something's wrong with my phone. His phone had changed to SOS only, uh, indicating that it had lost signal and was unable to make calls. He got this message, uh, which was something to do with a change to do with our bank, which is where our mortgage offset account is uh, where it is. Uh, Sophia continued. We started to think, oh, crap. Sophia jumped on her own phone, which was still working perfectly while her husband borrowed their son's phone. 
In the meantime, their son jumped on his computer to message his friends as he had heard this happen to some of the other parents. Everyone who fell victim at the school was an Optus customer. For uh, an, uh, sorry, excruciating, excruciating 40 minutes, <laughs> Sophia called Optus while her husband waiting for the bank to pick up. Uh, we were... We were starting to get very stressed. My husband is getting notifications from the bank, so Fair continued. He couldn't log in, but got an email about the uh, contact details being changed. Unfortunately, by the time they got to the front of the queue for their phone provider and their bank, it was after business hours. The problem is both of them took so long to answer their phones, it was all over. 40 minutes before, oh, well over, sorry, 40 minutes before we got to speak to a human. Sophia explained it was probably a two-hour conversation. In the space of just 30 minutes, the hackers made 15 outgoing transactions, taking $39,000 out of their mortgage offset account. They also tried to steal a further 15000 attached to the family business bank account held at another bank, but this attempt was blocked by automatic security protocols. Sophia also adopted an attempt, uh, yeah, aborted an attempt to rack up debt through their PayPal account by ch uh, changing their password before the hackers could. The couple lodged an investigation with their telecommunications industry ombudsman, but the investigation stopped once they were no longer customers at Optus. <laughs> That's rude. In a statement to news.com.au, an Optus spokesperson said the telecommunications industry ombudsman, the customer, and Optus resolved the issue with all parties reaching an agreement. They added, unfortunately, identity theft continues to be an economic-wide issue, which opens the doors to forges, forces to access uh, innocent Australian services in ways that can have real harm to them. Optus, along with the wide telco industry, is working to enhance existing protocols and control the redu to reduce unauthorised access to customers' accounts and services. Austin, Optus takes customer security and data very seriously. We encourage customers to regularly change their passwords, not reuse passwords, and protect their personal information vigilantly. There's more in the show notes. Of course, yes. That's really, really crazy, like how they was, had done this so quickly. And like they said, not only they weren't the only parents that got done. That's right. Like, you know, it's insane. That easy, unfortunately. It is. That easy. Uh, what happened there? Why didn't it come on? Sorry, everyone. Just trying to get something to come up that's supposed to be working. Oh, I see why. Let's stop doing it. We'll go over to here and over to here and over to here. There we go. So, check your attic. 
uh, check your attic because there's five older Apple devices now worth thousands. I drop news reports. When we hear talk about vintage Apple products, we usually think of iPhones on Mac that have been phased out of service and can't be used any longer. But you may want to throw away those, may not want to throw them away quite yet. Turns out there's another level of vintage where time-worn Apple products can become private collectibles, especially if it is a model that heralded the beginning of a new tech age or innovation. And we're not talking about just a few hundred bucks. Some can go for thousands and thousands of dollars. Before you go digging in your drawers and closets, continue reading to browse some specific examples, which we have done. So number six, first-generation iPhone, a first-generation 8 gig, yeah, they were smaller back then, model in mint condition, can sell for thousands of dollars on auction sites, and even by eBay even has the latest in-package models listed for 25000 Wow. Even a used model may fetch a price many times what it originally cost. That's excellent. First-generation iPod. How many of them have we got? <laughs> Sorry? Was it how many of them have we got? <laughs> I've had one stolen. Yeah. Yeah, all my, all, not one of these, but the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, one deal on eBay even offered three first-gen iPods with three different storage options, 5, 10, and 20 gig back in the day for 50000 no. Used iPods from this time period are often auctioned for several hundred dollars. Second and third-gen iPods, factory seal versions of second-gen uh, iPods, for example, have gone for up to 20000 Wow. An Apple Lisa... Uh, I've sold for over 50,000 collectors in the past. What's, what's Apple Lisa? It's a a Mac that's sort of the early Mac but wider. Okay, yeah. And, and it's, I'm asking for a friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I actually had never heard of Apple Lisa before, which there is – There you go. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. 128K Mac, which is the original Mac, Macintosh. Yeah. Asking prices are anywhere from 949 to 6,000. Wow. Even if they don't work. <laughs> wow. Now, an Apple One, today a signed version of Apple One is only expected to go for around 500000 Wow. At the most. <laughs> yeah, some have gone for a lot more than that. And another story this week just about the Apple One is there's some that have got the serial number handwritten. Yeah. And some... Journalist in the States has actually done a proper investigative thing and it's actually Steve Jobs' handwriting that wrote the serial numbers. Oh, wow. <laughs> so just to give you So if you've idea. got an uh, Apple One at home yeah, and it's got a handwritten um, serial number, then it might be worth a little bit. Yeah. That's very really cool. Yeah. So something to think about for everyone. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the next story. This one's yours. Excellent. Apple reportedly pulls. Oh. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Apple, Apple reportedly pulls $2 million sponsorship deal with Kanye West. It comes after Kanye said his new album would only be available on his stem player. NME reports it comes after West, who is now known officially as Yee, <laughs> revealed earlier this week that the only 
way to listen to his forthcoming album, uh, Donda 2, will be via his stem player. The player is a device that was first released in conjunction with Donda last year and allows users to remix the album's songs using stem stems of vocals, drums, bass, samples, and more. Now, according to DJ... Uh, ac academics. academics on Twitter, Apple have reportedly pulled the sponsorship deal with West over the move. The deal, which is said to be worth $2 million, was pulled accordingly to academics because they were going to stream his Donda listening party event on February 22nd. Academics wrote, Apple pulls $2 million sponsorship deal with Kanye after the announced who won't be uh, putting Donda on Apple Music. They were going to uh, stream the 2020, uh, so 22, so they're going to stream it on the 22nd of the second, yep. 22nd. It, it's not the first time Kanye has claimed that one of his albums would be released exclusively through a certain platform. Back in 2016, The Life of Pablo was released solely to title with west claiming the album would remain a permanent exclusive to the streaming platform less than two months later it was released on other platforms like spotify and apple music prompting a lawsuit soon after accusing west and titles jay-z of false advertising the lawsuit was later settled uh with its terms undisclosed yeah like i said he's done this before um, and I understand that he's trying to uh, like this. Um, this is his music player, you know. Like you said, you can yeah. change beats, you can, you know, mix the songs, and everything, which is a fantastic idea. I love the fact that you can play with the music and, and then do all that sort of stuff yourself. But not everybody has the money to buy one of these. Yeah, Oop, I think that's my headphone. And and not everybody has the time to do it yeah, or every, has not, the inclination to or do it. Or even wants just, to do it. They just yeah. want to hear an album. Yeah. You know, and so, um, look, I think, sure, like, put it on there, but why wouldn't you release it to other outlets as well? Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe you could leave it exclusive for, like they said, two months or whatever, but say that. Look, it's going to be... Out, say that, yeah, yes. <laughs> it's going to be exclusively with the, the Donda player, Oh, and that's not the Donda player, is it? It's a stem, um, whatever it was, player uh, for two months. Uh, so people that were wanting to mix the music, play with it, yeah. that sort of stuff, get their chance, and then it'll be released later. Um, not that I'm even... Oh, yeah. <laughs> not that I'm even uh, taking or getting Kanye's new album after everything that's going on he seems to be an abusive partner and i don't support that so until other news comes out that he is not i won't be supporting his music yeah it's a bit everything's going on yeah so, <laughs> so uh what do we got next this one it help to you which is me three people watching hey guys how you doing hello everybody Thank you for tuning in. Uh, tell your friends. Now, IT help to you, keeping IT simple. So we're an Apple support company. All you got to do is look us up on the web, 
www.ithelptoyou.com.au. And, you know, we make apples and Windows machines talk, all that sort of stuff. So just give us a consideration when you're thinking of what you want to do and how you want to do it. Email us. You can get the email off the web. You can ring us. You can get the number off the web. Uh, I tend not to answer unknown calls at the moment. So if you turn that off for yourself, because there's just so many. And we've already talked about scammers. So, yeah, just there's so many unknown callers. Turn it off, please. <laughs> Even though they can be scamming your number as well. So, we got any gaming this week, Zahn? I haven't done a lot of gaming this week. Um, but... I do have a little bit of stuff here. So I'm just going to go through some of the latest games that have come out mm -hmm. uh, that I haven't had a chance to play yet, but I will so you can know it's coming up. Um, so this was released on the 25th of February and... Excellent, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've got Gibbon, uh, Beyond the Trees. Now, I've had a little look at this. It looks pretty cool. Uh, Gibbon, you know, Gibbons, which are, you know, monkeys, apes, you know, uh, yeah. in that family. Or the funky Gibbon. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, so that... Um, Launched for close to 100 titles this week. Oh, no, no, sorry. That's not it. Uh, what's the next one we got? Where is it? What's the next one? Okay. Sorry, guys. As you can see, we're very prepped. Oh, yeah, I apologize. <laughs> this, I didn't have any games and I haven't had a chance, and so I was just going to do this, but it seems to be a little bit harder than it looks. Uh, okay, so long-running iOS Magic Sim Wildflowers has made its debut on Apple Arcade. Wildflowers is a cozy little life and farming sim with a witchy twist, escape to a cute world of diverse folks. So this is a farming game. I love farming games. <laughs> I'm, it's one thing. I, I don't know why I'm just addicted to farming games. I, I'm playing, um, uh, what is it, um, Nintendo's version uh, of a, a farming game at the moment, which everyone would know is Animal Crossing. Um, I play farming games on my phone all the time. I, yeah, so I love a farming game. Um, so we've got uh, Balloons uh, TD6 coming as well. Um, let me see, is available on Apple Arcade for fun co-op action with up to four players. Craft your perfect defense from a combination of awesome monkey towers. All right. Um, what's this one? Bridge Constructor. We've got uh, Hidden Folks. Now, we've spoken about Hidden Folks already, 
uh, Hidden Folks Plus. <laughs> this is a great game. I thought this was so much fun. I played it for a long time. Um, yeah, Nickelodeon Extreme Tennis. I still haven't played that yet, but it is out now. I wasn't able to, um, so that looks good. And we'll finish with Crashlands. And um, it's an ARPG. Um, it looks really cool. It's very uh, Nintendo-esque fighting game sort of thing. So that looks great. And I'll leave it for there now, for now because the rest we've spoken about or I have done reviews on. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I haven't got very much in the um, entertainment. entertainment side. We've been watching, starting to watch Severance, which is a bit hard for me to... Mm-hmm get into so far but yeah we're up to i don't know episode three or four yeah uh three i think yeah so awesome of course you've just got to let it rock on and take it in because it can get they can get a lot better i've been watching uh Le Bray, mm-hmm. uh which is on uh nine now because as i've explained before we don't have aerial so we do everything through the apple tv so um yeah, it was on nine now. It's a uh, sci-fi-ish. Uh, well, it's, I guess it's class of sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, so a sinkhole happens in La Brea, which is you know in the middle of Los Angeles, you know, sort of thing. Um, and a whole bunch of people fall through, uh, fall into the um, the sinkhole. What they think, and they think they die. But what's happened is there's a rift. And they seem to have gone back in time about ten thousand to about, to about <laughs> yeah ten thousand BC. Yeah. Um, and now they've got to survive. Uh, it's as far as I've got without giving away anything else. Um, the first episode, I was a little bit like, it's mm, a bit cringy because of um, well, if anyone here is sci-fi fans, which I'm guessing we all are, um. You know what sci-fi the sci-fi channel was like when it first started. Uh, we still loved it. We still watched it and everything like that. So it had a bit of those sorts of effects. But it's made here in Victoria, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's based about uh, LA uh, in in La Brea, When they fall through the um, the rift and they're in the jungle and everything like that, the jungle is actually country Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I continued watching it just because every time they would go somewhere, I'd be like, oh, I know where that is. Oh, yeah, I know where that is. <laughs> I was saying to Kayan, so that look, so that when they're walking there, I'm like, we were only just, you know, watching uh, a great outdoors episode where they were talking about these tracks are amazing and everything yeah. like that. And now they're, you know, they're showing them as uh, being La Brea 10, from 10,000, you know. Yeah, just proves Victoria's. 10,000 years before at the time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we have uh, relatives down there which will agree. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, Jody, you're watching, we're not sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, another important person is. There's my audio gone. Did it go away? No. Hmm. 
fast, efficient, and affordable business-grade hosting solutions, domain registration, SSL certificates, and more. We also monitor and provide website security and update services, website builds, email hosting, amongst other sensational products. If you have a question about your web page or your presence on the internet in general, no job is too big or too small. Visit our website today, or better yet, contact us at blueoceanwebhosting.com.au and leave your website issues to us. Excellent. Thank you, Blue Ocean. Yeah. Uh, I am messy. So we're on our how-tos. So genius iMessage trick every iPhone owner needs to know will hide spam text. Now, the New York, uh, sorry. Hit the right button, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) New York Post helps us how to filter messages on every, uh, on your iPhone. Every iPhone owner is being urged to learn an iMessage trick that cleans up your inbox. If you're a regular iPhone user, you'll probably find that your message app is easily clogged up. Often it'll fill up with spam texts or verification code messages. These texts can sometimes make it difficult to find important conversations. Thankfully, there's an Apple feature that lets you filter out texts from unknown senders. It won't block them, so you'll still receive them, but it makes your iPhone inbox much tidier. You can change the settings at any time if you don't like the feature. Importantly, you can very easily check messages from unknown senders if you need to. First, make sure your iPhone is updated to the latest software by going to Settings, General, Software Update to check. Then open Settings and then choose Messages. Scroll down and turn in filter unknown centers under message filters, turn on filter unknown centers. So how do you activate the filters? Go to messages app and choose filters in the top left corner. Then you'll see your messages are split. You'll have filters for all messages, known senders and unknown senders, which makes it really quick to, to get the important stuff. Yeah. So if you want the tidiest inbox, it's probably best to leave messages filtered by known senders. But you can check the filtered inbox for unknown senders if you have a particular reason to. If you want to return to the regular inbox, just filter for all messages. These filters work uh, for text sent via uh, via SMS as well as iMessage. And if someone... uh, you know is appearing in the unknown sender filter, add them as a contact to pull them through to the known senders box. And there's more, including the photos, on a link in the page. Yeah. So, A, it keeps it tidy, makes makes things happen <laughs> quicker, and you don't get all the crap that makes yeah. when you're trying to find that message, go back, you know, yeah. instead of being... 20 messages, there might be two there when you're trying to find that particular message. So, yeah. All right. So, awesome iPhone hack goes viral on TikTok. Creative blog helps us, uh, as demonstrated by tech TikTok, tech TikToker, so that's three times fast, yeah. how uh, Finity, the copy and imagine, 
image or text you'll have to to do is select how oh, this doesn't to copy an image or text all you have to do is select it and pinch closed like so with three uh, three fingers and to paste the item somewhere else uh, you guessed it pinch open with three fingers from text uh, uh, from text it doesn't particularly save time but for photos uh, for example, it saves having to highlight them and the hack works on any contact, uh, content you can copy and paste from photos to file attachments and uh, it's going down uh, a, a storm. So, yeah, it's crazy on TikTok at the moment. Thanks. Uh, th uh, thanks. This is a game changer. One user comments while um, others add, how do you find these hacks? This is why we need an iPhone manual. <laughs> that said, let's spare um, a thought for those with uh, long nails <laughs> who appear to be struggling to make use. I think Apple should have a TikTok. Why don't they have a TikTok? So Apple could be like reining in like, you know, all the all these great things and having them on their own TikTok and, you know, and become... Well, I think there is lots of there's lots of little videos explaining little things like this. Yes, there is. That's right. Um, uh, yeah, just go to apple.com. Yeah, uh, on YouTube. On for YouTube, example. yeah, there's heaps of videos on YouTube and things yeah. like that. But the new craze at the moment is TikTok, and yep. so people are watching that picking up. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Now, what about how to screen record on your iPhone and iPad? Geeky Gadgets help us. The screen recording feature on your iPhone or iPad can be a useful feature. This guide will show you how to set up the screen record feature on the iPhone and iPad. We'll also show you how you can easily access on your device whenever you want. The feature is built into Apple's iOS software and is something that you can easily set up your device. The guide was written using iOS 15 on the phone, which is the current version of the software at the time of writing. Screen recording on your phone or iPad is a handy tool. You can use it to record things like gaming, also making videos for tutorials and more. This is a tool that I find really useful for recording quick videos to show people how to do things on their devices. How do I set up screen recording on my iPhone or iPad? The first thing you need to do is turn the screen recording feature on for your device. This can be done from the settings menu on your iPhone or iPad, follow the instructions to do it. Go to settings, your device, select control center, scroll down to more controls, add screen recording. This feature now has been added to control center. How do I record a screen recording? Now that you have the screen recording feature set up on your device, you can record a video on your iPhone or iPad, and this will record everything you do on your device. Follow the instruction below. So you open Control Center, select Screen Recording, and a countdown timer will start. When you are recording a video, you will see the red icon in the top right of the device. How do I stop recording? To stop recording on your device, click the red little recording button on the top left, and it will stop. You'll then be asked if you want to keep or stop recording. Your video will automatically be saved to your Photos app. And there's more with pics on the link in the show notes. Easy as. Excellent. So 
if I'm gaming yeah. on my phone, I can record the screen yeah. while I'm playing. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because that's I wanted to do some of those for the, our TikTok channel. Mm-hmm. So awesome, excellent. Yeah, easy as that. Right. That easy. It is. It's really easy. <laughs> so I'm gonna yeah start loading those out. Awesome. How to use diction on a Mac? Dictation. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Digital trends helps with using speech to text has become a popular way to use uh, dictation on a Mac. It allows you to dictate documents, emails, and even texts, uh, even text messages rather than typing them. If you want to try uh, a dictation on your Mac, you can use a handy built-in tool so you don't need a third-party app or dictation software. With the dictation feature included in your uh, keyboard settings, you can speak or uh, text in apps like Pages, Notes, and Mail. You can also adjust settings for your keyboard shortcuts to activate dictation and uh, the language you speak. Let's take a look at how to use dictation on a Mac along with some common commands. Enabling uh, dictation on a Mac. The keyboard dictation is a feature that you uh, need to turn on in order to use. Step one, open your system preferences using the icon on your dock or the Apple icon in the menu bar and choose keyboard. Step two, select the dictation tab in the keyboard setting. Step three, uh, step three, next to dictation, pick on. Step four, you'll see a pop-up message letting you know that what you uh, dictate will be sent to Apple to convert into text. If you want to continue, click uh, Enable Dictation, otherwise close Cancel. Step five, to use different language, click the Language drop-down box and either pick a language from the list or select Customize to add one. Step six, to use a different keyboard shortcut to turn on dictation, click the shortcut drop-down box and choose the one you want. You can also set your own keyboard shortcut to selecting, customizing, and entering the combination you want to use. Step seven, to use a specific microphone or the input, click down, drop, uh, click the drop down arrow below and microphone icon on the left. When you finish, close the system preference window, you're all set. Should you choose to turn off a keyboard a dictation ladder, return to the keyboard settings in systems preference and select off on the dictation tab. Use dictation on a Mac. Once you have once you have uh, dictation enabled, you can simply use the keyboard shortcut to begin using it. Step one, pre- uh, place your cursor in the app where you want to speak that text. Oh, we want to speak that text. Step two, press the key combination or choose edit start dictation from the menu bar. And you'll see a small microphone icon appear on the screen. Beginning, begin speaking and you'll see your text appear in the app and the icon fluctuate from volume uh, as you speak. There's more pics and stuff like that in the show notes for this. That's right. Now, when it says pick a language, does that mean I could speak English, but it could interpret it over into Spanish or something like that? Or it will only then dictate in Spanish if you speak Spanish? Yeah, I think it, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a list of choices 
those different languages. Yeah, yeah, it won't it won't translate for you. You got to, I think you got to use Google to okay. do okay. You know, copy and paste to, to okay. do that. Easy. Yeah, excellent. Um, so now there was one other story that happened uh, late last week, which was, and it's not in our list here, which was the. Uh, incident in the Apple store in Amsterdam. Yes. Which they, there was a guy there who I, parked his van out the front all day apparently, yeah. uh, but went in and was trying to uh, hold people to ransom. He wanted something like 227 million euros in Bitcoin. In Bitcoin, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah before he released people. Now, uh, and we're talking, this went on for hours. The place was surrounded, you know. Yeah. Um, and then apparently what happened later in the day was they were trying to get some drinks or something. And so, you know, he was holding his hostage and they've walked out into the street to get these drinks. And... Um, the hostage broke free. The hostage broke free and did a runner. Then the baddie chased them in the middle of the street. Yeah. And some smart thinking cop who was sitting in a car plowed him over. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, he did die later on from his injuries. But um, yeah, then they had to do the whole thing of made sure he hadn't planted a bomb anywhere, yeah. hadn't planted a bomb, you know, his van wasn't full of bombs, um, make sure everyone else was all right, all that sort of thing. But, yeah, uh, it is on YouTube, but it's not for the kids. No, definitely not for <laughs> the kids, but, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, unfortunate ending, but nobody else got hurt except for the, the baddie, so... Yeah. Uh, anything else you would like to think about today? Um, no, that's it. No. Thanks to Blue Ocean Web Hosting and IT Help to You for their support. The show notes each link and uh, the show the show notes link each week on show upload. The link being ozimaxzone.com.au for for um. No, forward slash AMZ 405. This, uh, there you'll see the last six weeks of show notes. The you can email Michael or Zan at aussiemaxzone.com.au. Now, however, you listen to us, please give us a rating, it helps us find other listeners and tell your friends that sort of stuff. We do the same for you. Don't forget, keep looking at Apple News. And Aussie Max Zone, uh, and please show your family. But most importantly, thanks to you, thanks to our supporters, you, our special listeners, thank you, and watchers. Yeah, As, over to Zahn for that infamous sign off. Well, before we do, stay safe. It is raining every. <laughs> It's raining everywhere, so stay safe. Remember, an apple a day keeps the androids away. See you guys. Thanks. All the best.